You are listening to the Bright Life Podcast, all about ways to stay inspired, chase your dreams, and find more gratitude in the highs and lows of the journey. I'm your host, Jessica Johnson. I'm a business owner, a part-time digital nomad, a self-growth junkie, a believer in other big-hearted women, and am all about sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and encouragement so we can all live our biggest, brightest lives. You ready? Let's do this. Okay, welcome back to today's episode. I am so excited to be talking with you this week, continuing our conversation around finding your passion in this new year, doing something that is so fulfilling to you, whether it's a creative project, whether it is finding a whole new business, whether it is leaning into one of my programs, which is how to write for businesses online, uh, where you can have freedom location-wise, schedule-wise, creatively, financially, But really, at the end of this episode, I want you to feel some spark of an idea around what your passion is. And this is an episode for anyone who's listened to the past few episodes and hasn't been able to quite hear that passion or figure out what it is or still feels like there's maybe something missing. So I've jotted down some ideas and some questions to ask yourself around finding what you really, really want even if it feels like there's no answer when you search for it. So the first question that I want you to ask yourself is, if nothing was wrong, what would you want? If there was no hierarchy of rightness, if you could have anything in the world, in your health, in your career, in your finances, in your relationships, in where you live, where you work, what kind of things you do, What would you want? If nothing was wrong, what would you want? I think sometimes a big part of the issue in people even getting started on their passion is that there's so much pressure around it to be something that culturally sounds really good. So it sounds like something that, you know, your teachers would have liked or your parents would have liked or sounds like a noble career or hobby. Um, or maybe it's something that, you know, directly ties to an achievement or accolade. So sometimes your deep passion, if it's like, making pottery or painting or deep sea basket weaving it doesn't matter but if that doesn't feel like it has something that's really um, strongly rewarded in society you might feel like you have a hard time figuring out what it is and so i just want to give you some permission around journaling to if nothing was wrong what would you want that's your first one your second one is if it was all equally good what would you want So I think sometimes there's this tendency to feel like you kind of have a few different paths that you could go down, but you almost want to stack them again in terms of what would society like, what would your teacher from second grade like, or from college, what would your parents like when you tell people, you know, what sounds good rolling off the tongue. I know I myself have gotten into all kinds of trouble, you know, throughout the years trying to do things. Um, and you know, sometimes knowing deep down that they weren't my right path, but getting so kind of mesmerized by the feedback I would get right out of college for certain career choices or companies I could go work for. And it really ended up not being a good thing because I knew deep down 
that really there's something about it didn't feel right for me but i just got confused by the public response to it um so it kind of removed that hierarchy and think through if it wasn't if there was no order if there was no order and it was just as noble to be a teacher as it was to go and you know build a nonprofit helping dogs as it was to go be an astronaut in space whatever it may be what would your soul really, really want? Um, that can hopefully help you just get a little bit clearer on what your path may be and what's really calling to you. I think the third thing to watch out for or to journal on is where does your energy rise? Like what idea or passion do you get excited for when you wake up in the morning? If you had a day off, what would you spend your time working on? So the first time I started to really notice this is when I was in corporate America and I was, um, you know, kind of building side businesses and toying with the idea of leaving corporate to build my own business. But I just wasn't there yet. I was a little bit nervous, kind of putting things together and getting up the nerve to leave. And we actually got a week off of work around summertime. And that week, instead of watching TV instead of relaxing on the couch, instead of going to travel, I spent the whole week working on my side business and getting a plan together and a website and all the things I needed for that business. And so that was a really telltale sign for me that there was something there um, beyond just I don't know, like something to keep on a list or put in a back corner. I was like, I would wake up early to think about that thing. I mean, I even had plane flights where everyone else was sleeping and I feel bad for this now, but I had my little light on the whole time because I was so passionate about building out the programs I would have and the pricing and how I'd get clients and where I'd find them and what kind of things we'd work on together. So your energy is a really, really telltale sign for how excited your body is about the choices that you are making and something that you can do to drastically improve your life and something that I've applied to my own life is watching where my energy rises and where it falls and anywhere that my energy just takes off and I get excited to wake up early, I get excited to work a little bit late, that's a really good sign that there's something there for me. Anything where my energy dips, or I feel like I'm suddenly procrastinating, I feel like I'm lazy, that might not actually be procrastination or laziness, that might actually just be something that you're not that excited about doing. You know, there's a difference between having discipline and doing the hard things and knowing when something is maybe not your true path or could be delegated to someone else and shifting your energy to prioritize the things where you are in your zone of genius, where you are doing something that only you can do with the experiences you have and the passion you have for something and the stories and the way you're going to help people. So just trying to watch for those things. It's not this perfect equation. You will definitely find some times when it just doesn't apply or it's just things that you have to power through and get done anyway, especially in the beginning where you might have to wear a lot of hats. But if you can really start to think through those three questions, if nothing was wrong, what would I want? If there was no hierarchy of rightness, what would I want? And number three, where does my energy rise and fall? That is going to give you some amazing clues to finding out 
what your passions are and what you really want to create this year. All right, so I hope those spark some ideas for you. And if you do get an idea, please DM me on Instagram at Hi Jessica Johnson or share this with a friend so that we can all inspire more women around creating their version of their biggest, brightest life and do it together because the more inspired we all are, there's that beautiful quote that says, you know, what what the world needs is not people to go and do what the world needs. What the world needs is people who've come alive something like that. (laughs) So I just want to offer that to you as well as like feeling alive, feeling inspired, doing something because it sparks more joy that creates this ripple effect. I was recently listening to um, this book or podcast episode and it explained how, you know, when you are laughing with someone, so you tell a joke and that person laughs and then you laugh back with them even more because you're both sharing in this together Think about how that one little example of goodness creates a raise in energy and joy and happiness in the world and how much more you going out and with every single person you interact with because you are more joyful, you are more energetic, you feel more fulfilled. Imagine how your interactions change with them, um, which comes back to you, but also goes back out to the next person that they talk to and their family when they get home and maybe sparks an idea. So I just want to really remind you because sometimes I think women feel like they, you know, this is frivolous, like working on their hobbies or their passions. And it's not, it actually helps everyone around you, um, whether it's your family, someone you meet at a coffee shop, the people you work with, um, someone that you can serve in your community. So just want to remind you of that as well. But that's today's little note. I hope it gives you some ideas and thank you so much for being here as always. If this episode resonated with you, I have two things you are going to love. One is a Bright Life workbook full of practices you can use to get clear on what your version of your brightest life looks like and fearlessly move towards it every day. And another is a copywriter starter kit full of beginning steps to create a copywriting business that gives you the freedom to travel the world working from anywhere, to replace a corporate salary as your own boss, and to do creative work that lights you up every day. It's lessons I've learned in creating my own content business, and I'm excited to share it with you if you're curious about doing the same. I will link these in the show notes. I hope these serve you. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you back here next week as we all pursue our biggest, brightest lives together.